Welcome to Arrow Devastation, a weekly Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk all things Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neill. Yeah. And also this week we have some very super awesome special guests. We have the Scourge Divas. Yes. Hello. Hey, hey. How's it going, everyone? I'm good. good. I, I feel like one of you is about to bust out your best Davina McCall and tell me I'm live on Channel 4. Please don't swear. <laughs> <laughs> We've already been through that. That's we have. We have, but we weren't recording at that point, so I was making a joke for the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that was mainly a special moment for the four of us and not everyone else. It's, it's quite nice having somebody on this podcast that cares about the listeners for once. It's, it's quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> was that a dig at me or just a, at the podcast in general? We'll see. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, cool. So welcome to the podcast, Scourge Divas. Would you like to introduce yourselves for, for those listening that may not know who you are? Sure. Uh, I'm Kirsty, uh, and I'm one half of the Scourge Divas. We're uh, another podcast, and we talk about magic, but I wouldn't listen to us if you're wanting any sort of major in-depth technical and strategic advice. I mean, if they're listening to us, they're not going to get that either. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll get even less in-depth technical and strategic advice listening to us. I'm Casey. I'm the other half of the Scourge Divas. I'm not used to doing my own introductions. Kirsty normally does that. Awesome. We are super excited to have you here this week. Uh, we've got some pretty important things to talk about, I think, this week. Uh, yeah, I guess. It's more patented Arab devastation hot takes. Yeah. Yeah. But you're talking about important stuff and you've got us. <laughs> <laughs> you we're, cover a lot of important topics. <laughs> we're here for the hot takes. Yeah, that's true. What was it somebody called you, Sam? Hot Take Sally? Hot Take Sally, that is officially my title now. I still don't really know where it comes from, what it actually means. Is, is that it, to the tune of Mustang Sally? No, but that, that's how I keep hearing it. <laughs> I really that's hope it great. That's our, ne- that's our next song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess I'm going to continue with that title. Because um, there was a time with this podcast where I was like, oh, I don't really want to be too out there and say things that might, you know... <laughs> Potentially, exactly, right? Potentially uh, upset some listeners and maybe like put people off the podcast. And I'm like, I don't want those people listening to my podcast, so I'm just going to talk about things I care about. So we got that we got that out of the way on Scourge Divas by about episode two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, just all the people that disagree with me can not listen to the podcast. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> um, so where do people want to start with our list of uh, potentially divisive topics i guess we start with the uh the current hot topic issue this week which is uh which, which one go yeah exactly <laughs> uh so this week the the thing that has killed magic is uh go fund me's for mythic championship qualifier winners uh this whole thing's been a complete mess right yeah, yeah pretty much yeah yeah i'm really sad that magic is now dead <laughs> in a good run what rip magic 2019 to 2019 <laughs> yeah um yeah this whole thing so basically people that have qualified for the mythic championship in barcelona specifically right yeah um mm-hmm. who can't afford to travel to the mythic championship in barcelona because that costs a lot of money especially if you're traveling from somewhere like the united states um have set up gofundmes to ask people to help them out to fund their trip essentially which is fine <laughs> like people are allowed to do that People should do that if they're unable to do that because they have an opportunity and they shouldn't miss out on that because they're unable to afford it. Um, which I think is all, you know, the main problem is uh, that people have started 
sort of taking the piss out of those people, mocking those people, saying that that's not a reasonable thing to be doing, and if you can't afford to go, you shouldn't go, essentially, which has just been a blast to read through on Twitter, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's been fantastic. It's been, there's been so many takes that are just, <laughs> how, how could you commit that to digital paper and think that anyone was going to think what you're writing is reasonable? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been like completely absurd. People just, I mean, um, I, oh, we're, I'm, we're gonna call out names, right? Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Go oh, for it. Casey's like rubbing, rubbing her hands oh, together. Oh, yes. <laughs> her um, room has caught fire. Can we talk about Matt Sperling's GoFundMe? Is that where we're going? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's good. That's good. That's straight there. Yeah, that's what I was gonna drop. Um, yeah, set up a, a GoFundMe that I think was titled something like um, "Send Me to Mythic Championship Barcelona." business class yeah yeah which um has now been taken down because he offended in quotation marks too many people something he legitimately said um uh but at the time it's been taken down it still achieved 121 dollars of actual donations that people actually gave to him (laughs) which is just pathetic really isn't it like yeah these people are like oh yeah you shouldn't give money to people so they can go to that. I'm going to prove a point. I'm going to prove a point against these people who are asking for money for legitimate causes and give it to Matt Sperling for a meme. Yeah. I wish I had enough disposable income to give to someone <laughs> for a meme. Yeah, exactly. that? I wonder what that's like. I don't know. You probably get angry about things all of the time. Um, God, it sounds exhausting. I mean, to be fair, that is actually what I do, isn't it? <laughs> I was about to say that sounds just like my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I get angry about things all of the time, but I'm poor, so... Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't have that disposable income to just throw at random stupid things. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think that the thing that it really reminds me of, like the whole the whole issue that people are taking with it, are, I don't know if anyone remembers. Um, I think it was like a, it was like a Fox News reporter um, a few years ago when there was like the see the the last American election. Uh, where you had like Bernie, one of sort of Bernie's big platforms was like getting rid of of um, of like college fees like fees for education mm-hmm. uh, and his his sort of take I can't remember the name of the reporter now but his take was like well I had to pay for my education so you should too and I mean, at the time he was completely ripped to shreds but I kind of feel like with, with this it's a similar thing like oh back in my day when I won a, a PTQ I had to pay my own way there but I, I feel like I feel like I've seen far too many people jumping on in support of those just like terrible takes yeah, it's it's awful. If if someone can't afford to pay for the flights, and if, there's been people jumping on um, MCQ winners from the states that have had travel awards, yeah. and someone was like, I saw something on Twitter today where someone had taken a picture of the prize structure of this MCQ and replied to someone's GoFundMe post saying, but you won this MCQ with this travel award. And it's like, sure, that's a that's a $1,250 travel award. That's, that's a significant sum of money. But is that enough for a return flight from California to Spain at this particular time, plus all the other random expenditure that this person's going to need to have? Probably not. No. Like you don't know that person's circumstances. You like sure, a thousand dollars is is going to go a long way towards covering it, but it's, it's not necessarily going to cover the whole cost. 
Yeah, and having been to Barcelona, it's not the cheapest city in the world to stay in. Yeah, absolutely. Or it's to like just, just visit, or to just visit in general. Yeah, exactly. not I'll... just like getting on a plane and then playing magic and doing nothing else, right? Like there yeah. are other things that require um, financial assistance. I would assume like middle of the summer Barcelona hotel prices aren't going to be that cheap. No, I wouldn't have thought so. No, I'm sure like Trivago have got some sick deals, right? I, I think. I mean, regardless, like five hundred dollars isn't going to cover the the uh, the expenses, is it? <clears throat> no, it is not. Um, I mean, there's a, there's a lot to unpack with the fact that like um, these things are incredibly expensive to get to and all of that stuff. And uh, there's been a lot of takes that have been, well, if you can afford to play Magic, you can afford to do these things. It's like, that's not in any way true. Um, that's that's exactly the same take as why you on welfare, you've got a nice phone and it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. It's People are allowed <laughs> to have nice things and still be poor. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, I think this is what struck me most about it. Um, about some of the sort of takes from pros that I had previously respected quite a lot and like taking their opinion very seriously and um, it's it's the parallels between those two things like are getting very very close um, I want to know what, sort of, what universe we're in where everybody that plays in a tournament and wins a tournament owns their entire deck yeah, right? well, every single person that has won this this these MCQs obviously owns every single of the sixty cards that they're playing with, and hasn't borrowed any at all from anybody else. Well, that's why that's why all these people can afford to fly to tournaments because they don't own any magic cards, so they have so much dis- uh, disposable income they can afford flights to Barcelona. Exactly, they're all on pro teams, so their sponsors <laughs> lend them all the cards anyway. Yeah, that's how this works. No, it's it, it's just absurd. Like this, this has been my general problem. It's like this sort of weird. Like entrenched in capitalism, take about like um, just oh, you shouldn't have to ask for this help and you shouldn't have to do this thing if you can't afford to do it, you shouldn't be able to go. In the same way, like you shouldn't be on benefits or on welfare if you can't, and, and therefore, and then have nice things. Like it's that it's that similar sort of kind of unpleasant, a little bit scary take from these people that previously have been like advocates for inclusion and, yeah. and being kind and respectful, and that's that's been my. Big, I mean, the whole thing's been an absolute mess, but that's been my biggest issue with it, is these people, like, saying some kind of very worrying things. Yeah, definitely. I think, so some of the criticism, I can I can almost understand where they're coming from, when they are seeing, like, people who, it's like, oh, I've, I can't afford my flight to Barcelona from, like, somewhere in Europe, but here's, like, my full foil 75 deck that I used to win the tournament. I, I mean, I can, I can almost understand the argument they're trying to make from that perspective mm. but like at the same time like you shouldn't be directing any of this anger and hatred towards that player like we wouldn't be having this issue if Wizards of the Coast hadn't taken away the, the travel award. I think the main question oh. I have, the main question that I have is people complaining that people are, are starting GoFundMes to, to get to the Mythic Championship and it's like mm-hmm. the, the question that I have is why do you care? Yeah like why yeah. do you why do you, why do you care what people other people do with their money if they want to give it to somebody else to fly to a mythic championship? It's like why why are you so mad about that? Like I don't I don't I don't get it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like sort of telling people what they can do and they can't do with their money. Um, yeah, which is just kind of a stupid <laughs> thing to be yeah. doing. Like. <clears throat> I, I, mean, I saw I, a complaint. I saw a complaint on Twitter from I can't remember who it was, but someone the other day saying, 
oh, why are these people having GoFundMe's to fly to the Mythic Championship in Barcelona when people have legitimate GoFundMe's for their medical needs because they don't have insurance? It's like, what? one of those things doesn't like <laughs> negate yeah. Oh, it's like when I when I wrote the article about women in magic, and I got a really angry comment from a guy saying I can't get to FNM very often because I'm physically disabled. Was my article? And yeah. I was, it's like, dude, I'm doing my best. So, like, I mean, I definitely want to touch on pretty much that in specific later on because that entire thing was amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was just like, oh, so, so, uh, folks, I've written this article. Um, about a specific marginalized group in magic um, from my personal perspective and here it is for you to read. So, well you haven't read about my personal experience like, <laughs> so it's completely invalidated and you should stop writing I'll say, okay great that's, that's an interesting take when someone's just trying to do something that is objectively good yeah um but yeah, the point about like you know people have GoFund. I mean, it's a very sad state of affairs that people have GoFundMe's for for medical bills and, and all these things because they don't have insurance or anything like that and it's like okay sure so if you're a, if that's your point, are you also donating to all of these people's medical funds? Is that what you're doing because you're, you've got the moral high ground? Is that is that what you're basing this on? Like, I mean, I also give my money to random like subscribing to streamers and stuff. Like, that's not, you know, they don't need that money technically, do they? Like, yeah. if I subscribe to LSV's Twitch channel and give him what five dollars a month. Um, he doesn't so, need that money because he also has a full-time job but like I'd like to do that because that's something I choose to do because I want to do that and support him personally so now your magic cards to go to the Mythic Championships sell your magic cards and pay some kids hospital bills <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> that's a much better use of your goddamn like foil thought seizures and stuff yeah you have Jew lands Ugh. yeah someone's dying of a horrible illness you should help them yeah <laughs> I mean like in an ideal world yes right we, sh- we should do that but I mean that's not that, that's not how the world works. Whoa! In an ideal world, we shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it, they all, this, this whole conversation cascades into a lot of uh, very dark and horrible things that we have to contemplate about the world we live in. Um, yeah, like, I didn't what, come here what for costs dark and horrible like... things? I came here for hot takes about magic. <laughs> <laughs> like, what why, co- why what costs to... more? Like my old school deck or a trip in an ambulance? Uh, what, country, what country are we in? Yeah, America. Yeah. Okay. Um, probably a trip in the ambulance. Yeah, fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, my, my hot takes aren't specifically about magic. They're mainly magic adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> and not, normally my hot takes about magic are so far wrong. But I'll just <laughs> say something like, oh, this card's busted or this card's terrible. And the next week it will be proven to be objectively wrong. So if I just, you know, have hot takes about social justice issues instead, that will be... Fine, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sweet. Um, cool. So we've got a few other topics covered. Has anyone got anything? Any final thoughts on GoFundMe before we move on? My final takeaway is if if you're angry about people having GoFundMe's to get to the Mythic Championship, don't give them your money. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's a very reasonable point. <laughs> if, if that has upset you, don't give them any money. Sh- yeah. and shut up. That's the thing. <laughs> I think... I think the final three words of that are the most important and shut up don't make some kind of like stupid parody GoFundMe and start going off on Twitter Um, do you think about words you say before you say on Twitter yeah or or just don't say them (laughs) (laughs) just 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 keep them in your head Um, or when you've you know maybe you're like me and you just post a tweet 
just because as soon as it pops into your head maybe after you thought about it take it down yeah like you know 10 15 minutes later just take it down but or just double down and die on that hill you know these are all these are all options you can make i suppose, but, I suppose. But please actually die on the hill ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good I mean, I'm I'm hoping with this episode specifically, we can alienate anyone else that was hanging on. <laughs> I mean, you've I mean, you've made the right move by getting Casey on it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing about listening to your podcast. I'm just like, she's saying all of the things that I would say. <laughs> she's just calling calling for the death of these horrible people li- in big. <laughs> she literally can't be stopped. <laughs> um, Joe, I'm sorry you for. You edit me. <laughs> yeah, Joe, jo, I'm sorry for ruining your podcast. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> cool. So, um, if you want to move on to our next topic, um, which is something we actually haven't covered on Arab Local Station before, surprisingly, despite the fact I went off on Twitter about it and in person to a lot of people, a lot. I'm shocked. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so the next thing we've got to learn up is a conversation about magic artist Therese Nielsen. Yeah. Um, does anyone anyone want to TLDR that? She's oh, a wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do. Moving on. Um, yeah, there was a whole thing with her. Um, what was it like a month ago now? Something around that time. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it had been a thing a couple of years ago where people had found um, likes and such on her Twitter page, on like her public-facing tweet pa- Twitter page liking a lot of tweets from alt-right accounts and white supremacist accounts and, and stuff like that. Um, and that, that sort of died down. Everyone sort of forgot about that. It was like, oh, she kind of sympathizes with all these alt-right people and these Nazi types. That's kind of bad. And it didn't get any traction. And then about a month ago, something like that, um, it happened again, and Twitter collectively lost its mind about it this time, which is absolutely a good thing. Um, and then... So she was basically just sort of kicked out of magic circles. So everyone, you know, sort of called her out. There were very much two sides of people. It was like, this is reprehensible. You can't be thinking, not like you can't be thinking these things, but these opinions are not conducive to what we want magic as a community to be. And then the other side of people who were just like, free speech, which is essentially their entire argument. Um, and then she posted like a weak ass reply to all of this where she essentially said, you can't be mad at me for sympathising with fascists because I'm a gay Mormon. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, you know, a line of thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's not something I talked about on this podcast at the time. um, Because, I don't know, we had some spoilers. I'm genuinely surprised that you managed to keep it in. I think, honestly, there were just like some genuinely exciting magic things to talk about, like actual magic cards that I wanted to talk about, which was uh, um, probably... Better podcast content. <laughs> I mean, spoiler um, season just doesn't stop at the moment, so yeah, exactly. like, it's just constant spoiler season. So there's always a new card to talk about. It's like that's a train really... that's constantly in motion. <laughs> is there, right? Is there, a, is there a train noise? Before? There was, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. London Midland trains have done it again. Um, so yeah, that's the thing because I think at this time. These couple of weeks, everyone, every podcast is sort of doing their Modern Horizons review episode, talking about all the cards of Modern Horizons. So if you want that knowledge, go to a better podcast. <laughs> if you want hot takes about how Therese Nilsson's an, an asshole, stay here, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in for this. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Casey, I can feel you, like, you sort of want to go off about it, if, if yeah. you want. 
I mean, okay, hang on, I need to, I need to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> we all need to get ready. Okay, I've, she posted, she posted another, another weak ass reply today because it's Pride Month, and it basically boiled down to, I knew a trans person once, and I was in a video, so obviously you can't have a go at me, and. <laughs> And I'm gay, so I like obviously I support queer people, but I also support religious people's rights to be assholes to queer people. And like seriously, come on, come on, you can't. <laughs> you it don't. Works. You don't get a pass to be a prick just because you're gay. Like yeah. it, it doesn't. It doesn't excuse you. It doesn't excuse you being a fascist or. Like I, I don't know if Therese Nielsen's a fascist, and and I'm not, I'm not slandering, libeling, whichever one I'm talking about her is. I don't want to, I don't want to definitively say that Therese Nielsen's a fascist. There's your clip, people looking to clip me. Um, <laughs> oh, they can already, they can already go look through my Twitter and find out the pipe, the, the tweet I made about her being a Nazi. Yeah, that was put in an actual art. You're, you're. You're liking these tweets. You're you're following these alt right figures on Twitter, and you're giving the most wishy washy, non definitive replies that are are basically saying, eh, "No, don't be mean to me." And a oh, shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that is the exact tone with which I read her reply. Yeah, that sort of high pitched whining. <laughs> um, that's the thing, right? So. Just because you're a marginal, you're part of a marginalized group, doesn't mean you can't also just be a bastard. Yeah, the two are not mutually exclusive. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's that sort of a lot of the replies to that that tweet in specific because the only people that follow her now are people that agree with her, um, and loads of other content creators that still follow her for some reason. We're just sort of they're like conflating the idea of respecting a human being and an individual with not having a go at them. Mm-hmm. as if those things are similar so it's that the way their way of thinking is if, if you have a go at someone because their beliefs and their morals and their politics are directly harmful to groups of actual human beings such as you know fascism or the alt-right or whatever that if you're if you have a go at them for that because those things are wrong then you're not respecting that person and you're not engaging in correct discourse because you're just shouting about how much of a bad person they are and they just shut down basically any argument by saying, oh, you're not respecting her. You're not respecting her right to say things. I'm like, she can say whatever she wants, but I can still also say that she's a dickhead. Like, <laughs> it's it's that sort of, that, that rhetoric behind it where you're like, well, she's allowed to think that. I'm like, yeah, she's allowed to think that. And I'm not disrespecting yeah. her by calling her a bastard. I'm saying that... That she's doesn't... a bastard. <laughs> exactly, that's the thing. Like, I don't respect her because of the fact that she, uh, like, has liked several tweets from white supremacist accounts and things like that. Like she removed her own respect from me by doing all of those awful things, you know? And you you have to clarify, like, we don't actually know that she is a member of the alt-right or a fascist or a Nazi or any of these things, but she never actually said she wasn't. Like, loads of people on Twitter were like, oh, so you're a fascist then? And then she puts this reply, which was like, I'm gay, don't be mad. Um, (laughs) my, my My Mormon upbringing was quite difficult. I'm like, okay. But she, yeah, said, she, she didn't confirm it, but she also didn't deny it. It's it's really <laughs> easy to say I'm not a fascist. Yeah. And she, she didn't say I'm not <laughs> yeah. a fascist. <laughs> exactly. Which is concerning to say the least. Yeah. Um yeah, and then she posted I think within the, the reply she made, I think it was what, yesterday, a couple of days ago. Um 
that 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 post she made she was like oh I, i'm i'm for trans rights and and, and gay rights and, and all of these things I'm like okay but the people that you support and probably vote for aren't <laughs> like yeah. it's all good writing that sentence but if you voted for trump then you're objectively voting the opposite of what you've just said like the thing is the first the first uh response that she put out was off the back of people insinuating that she was a turf which is mm. it Oh, let me try and get words out. I'm so tired. Trans exclusionary radical feminist. Excellent. So people were were saying that because of you know various things that she'd uh, liked on Twitter, and her response to that at no point basically said I'm not a turf. It just kind of said I'm a gay Mormon. And the second <laughs> one at least did say I you know I I support queer people, trans people, etc. But it was like a sentence buried in the middle of a second response, and it's like Therese, uh, I don't, I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but if I were you, I would have put that right at the top of the first one, yeah. <laughs> because that's the just... criticism you were, you were, you were getting. Yeah, I mean, if I was her, I'd have just been tweeting that exact sentence every day since it happened. Yeah, but it's like if you, you know, that's 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 the, the that's the that's the thing that people are saying. Maybe mm-hmm. clarify that up front initially instead of saying a lot without really saying much yeah, don't do it don't do it in a sentence that says i support gay people's rights and i support trans people's rights but i also support religious and political people's rights to to believe what they want to believe because what you're basically saying there is i support trans rights but i also support these people's rights to oppress trans people and I'm sick of having that damn argument. Yeah, it's, it's an upsetting thing to have to try and pass, right? Yeah. Well, like, technically, she said a good thing, right? Because the sentence, I support this marginalised group, is that it's a good thing. But then to immediately say something that is objectively the, the polar opposite of that by saying, I support these people who want these other people dead. Like, it's not in any way useful it's like because her post was like oh i i you know i worked with slash knew a trans person right that was the yeah. that was the general gist of her watery reply or i'm glad um, that i'm absolved it's... of all my sins ever because i know a trans person <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's, it's the equivalent of i can't be racist i have a black friend exactly like <laughs> that's the exact argument she's gone with that's that's the the response that she's decided to choose yeah um imagine and community like... isn't off-putting to women there's a woman at my lgs <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they always look really um, upset and scared of all these horrible men. I don't know why, but they're there, so it's fine. Um, like, but that's that's the thing. It's like, I, I maybe she has, maybe she's friends with a trans person or something like that. But like, there's a difference between I respect and support and want the full rights for trans people, and um, I like this trans person because maybe this trans person didn't specifically have a go at you for being a bastard. Like, you'll like trans people until they start trying to disagree with you and trying to have a go at you and trying telling you that what you're doing is damaging um that's not the same as supporting an entire marginalized group that's saying i like this one because this one doesn't have a go at me like that's essentially what it is this, this one's quiet about it so they can stay yeah exactly <laughs> uh, th- this one's telling me that um i want them dead so they can go away i'm like okay great um like it's it's just i can't understand it and then we partway through Modern Horizons spoilers, pretty much at the end, we got a card spoiled, which was um, Echo of Eons. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we need to actually talk about in a proper podcast at some point. This is this is a proper podcast. In a normal episode <laughs> of the station, we'll talk about the you know, sort of actual constructed applications of that card because I know that Joe in specific is incredibly excited about that card. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the only good card in the set, really, isn't it? <clears throat> How dare you? There are many green cards. <laughs> um, but, um, the art on that card is illustrated by one Therese Nielsen, um, which is concerning to expect, or maybe I'm just looking a little bit too much into it to have expected that to be pulled yeah I, mean, I, I think to be honest I, I think I think you, you may have been I think yeah I might just be wishful thinking thinking that we, they would have pulled the art we don't know what the lead times are and especially given that this set is like slush pile masters <laughs> like the, one of the one of the canopy land arts is the first art that Noah Bradley did for wizards yeah did you say ca- ca- Canopyland? Yeah. Yeah, right, we like, No, no, no. Okay. We, we went through this. Because <laughs> I, it's like, for some reason, when you said Canopyland, I thought you meant like a canopy that you would get at a posh dinner party on a little plate. <laughs> a canopy. Yeah. It oh. Really, it really confused me. No, no, the canopy lands are... I mean, I guess they could be canopy lands because you can, like, eat them once you're done with them and they give you a card. Yeah. Back. <laughs> Wait. So you know how you're both judges. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh God! Oh no! What if? What if? Say I have uh, a waterlogged grove, right? Which is one of the one of the canopy lands. Uh-huh. If when I sacrifice it to draw a card, instead of putting it into my graveyard, I put it directly into my mouth as a canopy. <laughs> what? I what's, would, uh, would imagine. Well, theoretically, yeah. then after that, you have an illegal deck because you no longer have the requisite amount of cards, <laughs> unless you're playing with more than sixty or forty or whatever. Yeah. So you, it's still not going to match the deck list. No, that's true. <laughs> you're looking at deck, the deck deck list problem or deck problem? It'd be deck, deck problem. List. The deck, deck the deck problem. doesn't match the deck list anymore. Sure. Okay. okay. So, so you this get, is you get a penalty for deck problem and you probably get a penalty for unsporting conduct <laughs> I mean if you eat your so opponent's true. cards it's going to be unsporting well, that's, that's, that's theft of tournament materials well sh- that depends how much you eat it <laughs> like are you, are, you, how are much? you swallowing this card um, do you swallow I mean, that's the question we need to answer <laughs> of course of course so no, at this point I have uh, cracked it um, I haven't drawn my card yet because I'm resolving the sacrifice ability. Sure. But I've put it directly into my mouth. You've sacrificed the card directly into your mouth. Is, <laughs> yeah. it, is yeah. the card damaged in any way? Um, yeah, I've, I've just... Well, Sam's pla- not got a completely rectangular mouth. <laughs> I, mean, I, I would presume that at some point it's going to be damaged. Yeah, so I've, I've just clamped down my teeth onto the card, making an indent. And okay. at that point, my opponent has shouted, Judge. Sure. So at the very least, now it's, it's marked cards. Are, are there any other cards in your graveyard? Uh, no. Right, because it, it, that's that's fine in that case, because if there were other cards in your graveyard, then we've got a problem in that you've got two graveyard zones. But for all I know, if that's the only card, your graveyard's in your mouth, so that's fine. It's a bit rude of you to call Sam's mouth a graveyard zone. <laughs> Listen, if that's where Sam wants to represent the graveyard, that is a thing that can be done. <laughs> um... Okay, so all right. First of all, is that actually like allowed? Like, if I choose to keep my graveyard in my mouth, that that's fine. Um, Probably not. <laughs> as, long as, as long as it's a single face-up pile. Um, <laughs> um, 
I mean, <laughs> if you're if you're in an on-camera feature match, there might be issues, but it's like what so, format are we playing? Because if you're playing I'm... like Iron Man magic, then <laughs> your graveyard is your mouth. I have no yeah. problem. With. <laughs> so, but if I'm on coverage. My graveyard has to be near to my deck. So yeah. if my graveyard's in my mouth, if my deck's also on my shoulder, that should be fine, right? That's, that's they're near it. fine, yeah. yeah okay. This is probably going to be your first and last ever feature match. <laughs> who's, who's, oh, the, the one the one that ate their graveyard. Yeah, okay, you, they, they're not getting on. They're not getting on. Uh, I mean, as, right. as long as your lands aren't in front, you're fine, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've just been sitting silent for like five minutes, Joe, just to come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was very good. I've, I've, I've actually, I've actually been looking for the uh, the Mox Ruby that's on Magic Card Market that is notoriously listed as dog held in mouth. <laughs> that's that's one of my favourite things. It actually looks uh, like it's been sold though, so someone's got a bargain. Yeah, the Magic Card Market listing where it just says like something like um, <laughs> dog held in mouth, but otherwise fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, so I think this is a good point in which to just double down the fact that people should listen to the Scourge Divas podcast <laughs> because that's a very good example of the kind of content that happens. I love that I come up with an absolutely absurd scenario like, <laughs> what if I ate my graveyard? Or what if I ate a card instead of putting it in my graveyard? And you both just immediately go into full judge mode where you give an actual ruling. <laughs> I mean, so, we're, no, on about, we're on about four infractions already. Yeah. <laughs> I think Sam, there's probably an upgrade happening here somewhere. <laughs> Uh, Sam, that is hilarious, but the actual ruling would be. Um, <laughs> uh, and now I've completely forgotten where we were. Oh my god, yeah, from the art, from the canopy lands, the canopy lands, that's what it was. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Slush file masters. There because, you go. Yeah. So they're, they're using a lot of art that's been sitting around for a long time. So we don't know how long that Therese Nielsen art's been sitting around. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know when it was commissioned we don't know when the um final like send to print was on the set so maybe they didn't have time to pull it i don't know i'm giving wizards the benefit of the doubt here yeah absolutely yeah um i just it just seems considering wizards stance on these things and um wanting to be inclusive and accepting and i, I imagine probably not you know putting up with people being alt-right sympathizers or, or or what have you mm-hmm. uh, that they probably wouldn't i don't know i'm i guess i guess this is more more of a consideration and conversation to be having if they print a Therese Nielsen card say in core set 2020 or maybe a year from now if they're still printing Therese Nielsen's cards yeah yeah because at that point i think it's sort of been you know the community has made themselves heard that we don't agree with this person being upheld as a as a part of the magic community when they're willing to be so uh, such a bastard i'm gonna keep saying that word um because it's the one we're allowed to see yeah it's, it's like that and piss are the most we're allowed to swear so i'm gonna really relish it um yeah like i get if it gets to that point then i guess we can have this conversation i just thought it was a little bit it was a little bit crap to have to see a Teresa nelson card um in a recent set after that whole thing has transpired yeah absolutely agree mm. Well, they, they, that's why that's why we brought you both on because we knew that you just agree with everything I said. <laughs> <laughs> we really want to create like um, uh, a left wing magic bubble where we don't listen to any outside opinions and just talk amongst ourselves, and we're all amazing and pat each other on the back. That's okay. sort of what we want. 
Yeah, right, that sounds great, right? Can we can we found a commune? Absolutely, yeah. Excellent. Does that mean I can quit my job? <laughs> I'm really good at like cooking. I can do that instead of like working. That'd be really good. Left wing magic commune. I'm really good at ranting. That's it's a very valid skill. Yeah. I'm, I'm really good at um Casey, what am I good at? <laughs> uh you good great cats. That's true. That is an innate personal skill that you have. That's the best thing. <laughs> yeah. That's the best that you could come up with. Thanks. You put Thanks, me on the Casey. spot. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Joe, what you got? Yeah, I got nothing. No, you've got, I got dogs. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I've got two dogs. There we go. That'll do. Two lovely dogs. Right, there we go. That's, so that's... Casey's going to rant. Sam's going to cook. Joe and I are going to take our pets, drop them off, and leave. <laughs> no, well, I'm not looking after Brando. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. You need to stay to look after Brando. <laughs> that's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll worry about Stella. That's fine. But you don't have to, she doesn't move. You exactly. don't have to worry about her. You can put exactly. her down and you can put her down and go out and come back, which is exactly where you left her. <laughs> that sounds great. That's exactly what you want. It's pretty great. I should have just stayed for one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So, back on topic, the greatest segue in podcasting history. Um, so, generally, this the conversations we've had so far have been generally magic players continuing to be assholes to marginalised groups within the magic community. Yeah. That sort of continues to be a thing for some reason. Um, Every great uh, mood. Yeah, it really, really is, which is, I don't know... It seemed like it seemed for a time, and this was very sort of naive of me, I guess, but it seemed for a time to be getting better. People were being more accepting, or at least not letting their horrible opinions be known and just sort of keeping them to themselves, which is, you know, sometimes the best you can hope for. Um, but I mean, I had a, a small rant about um, the replies to your article about women in magic, Kirsty. Yes. A few episodes ago. Um, I, mean, oh, I did like I did like that. Let's end on a positive <laughs> note. <laughs> Sam was like, "Nah, let's not. <laughs> let's go. In, let's go in the comments. That'll be fun." <laughs> yeah, I, I just love the comments. The comments is where I live. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're like a comments goblin. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely like yeah. I'm I'm really used up now. I'm a comment goblin. Uh, Hot take, yeah, Sally. Just... The comments goblin. Hot take, Sally. Um, I'm going to get that printed on a t-shirt where it's GPs. <laughs> I'll take Sally, the comments goblin. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it continues to be a problem, right? Like, oh, why do you have to keep making it political? Or why do you keep having to bring up these things? We just want to play magic. It's just a card game. And it's like, a lot of the time, that's just cishet white dudes just saying that over and over again because they don't see it as a problem. Um, and it continues to be tiresome, honestly. Um, does anyone else want to go off about it? I think magic players continue to be tiresome could be like a news headline probably <laughs> for the yeah. rest of time. Continue to be continues to not be printed. Magic players continue to be tiresome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that, that will always be true. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of become, I don't know, a bit too much at this point. I can't understand in the year 2019 because like, I, I wrote that article um, based on a lot of people posting things on Twitter about their experiences and talking on podcasts, whatever, about their experiences and reading articles about their experiences and talking to people about 
their experiences. Mm. So not all of the things I wrote in that article were from my perspective, because I've been quite lucky in that Scotland is generally, I think maybe 95% of the time, like a really good and welcoming and nice community. And there's always going to be the odd one that you just want to like fly kick in the sun. (laughs) So I, I looked at a lot of other people's experiences when I wrote that. And then I posted it and I was like, here is, here is a, you know, a first-hand account from other people of issues that they have. And the amount of comments that I got on Twitter and on the comments on the blog itself and on Facebook were, that were like, first of, all, first of all, were like, oh, well, I, I don't think that's a problem because I, you know, there are women at my LGS and nobody's horrible to women at my LGS. And it's like, great, good for you. Mm-hmm. And secondly, saying, well, I actually, because I basically said, this is this is what as a community we need to be doing to make it better because it's getting better, but it, you know, it still sucks in a lot of places. And again, I said, this is what we need to do. This is, I think, I actually specifically wrote a paragraph about things to do, and I had a lot of dudes saying, well, I don't think that's going to work because of this and this and this, and I just think that's 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 making it worse. I had someone say to me writing articles like this is making it worse because it's making women not want to be part of the community. (laughs) (laughs) Me drawing attention to the reasons that women might not want to be part of the magic community is making them not want to be part of the magic community. I had... What? (laughs) (laughs) I had somebody say that this was... Right, all the things that were in the the article were... um, that sounded like my problem because I had a complex. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... You know, we all have a complex. It's the complex of men continuing to be assholes for no particular yeah, reason. Just completely missing the point. And it's yeah. like, I'm writing an article about women's experiences. These are all real things that have happened to women. This isn't just me specifically falling out with some dude at the local game store and then writing an article about how crap it is to be a woman in magic. It's just like real things and real comments that I've seen because I think a lot of it kicked off when um, they announced that Jessica Estefan was in the NPL. Mm-hmm. Which and that was that was the kickoff of a lot of people that just started being really awful in general about uh, about women and women that play magic and how people see women that play magic, um, and but that's like real things that the comments that I've seen that just made me think this is still this still sucks. It's getting better, but there's always this kind of it's maybe not as obvious now, but whenever something like this happens, there's always just this surge of people going off basically yeah. and there was a lot of people commenting on it saying that it was a problem that i was making up or saying well this you don't fix it by doing this i think we just we just need to stop calling people out specifically we just need to it's a lot of not not all men are like this you're making it sound really bad we should stop we should stop being horrible basically about it and just try and support each other and and then eventually the bad people will leave and not not play and the people won't listen to them anymore we don't want it fixed in 30 years. We want it fixed now. <laughs> it's like, all right, that, that sounds nice, Robert. However. Yeah. I mean, this is... This is it basically thing, just yeah. says, it's like, it's like, let's just be quiet and it'll go away. And it's like, oh, I don't want to be quiet. I think, yeah, this, this is my point. It's like, um, sort of calling back slightly to the Theresa Nelson conversation, like, it's these people who haven't experienced... Um, 
misogyny in LGSs or apparently misogyny anywhere in the entire world because they've had their fingers in their ears and their eyes closed their entire life, but that they haven't experienced that, so they don't know what it is. They don't. They can't comprehend the specifics of it. Um, and obviously, they don't read your article. These kind of people tend to skim things and then go off anyway. Um, but it's the kind of thing they haven't experienced that, so they're equating what we're saying to them about how they're, what they're doing is awful and having a go at them yeah. <clears throat> with that and considering it to be the same thing. It's like, well, you're doing the same thing to me. It's like, we're not doing the same thing to you at all. We're, we're saying that what you're doing is bad um, and calling you a dickhead for it, sure. Like, there are some insults, whatever, but that's not as, as bad as, you know, centuries of systematic oppression that continuing to manifest themselves in a children's card game. Like, that's not the same thing at all but they, because they're unwilling to accept that these things still happen that becomes how they equate it in their own head i just I, i'm like looking up the, the, the when i posted it because i, I can't find it i just basically did a huge thread of all the ridiculous comments that i got and i found one from so the, the thread it wasn't even i wasn't even i wasn't basically saying men are awful women should be all magic players just you know kick everybody at the mpl i mean and start again that is coincidentally my viewpoint but <laughs> carry on. And the, one of the comments that I got was, you know what? I'm tired too. Take my magic keys. I want my hobbies to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Take my magic keys. I want my hobbies to be fun, not infused with politics I don't agree with. Wish you luck on all the places at the table you desire. I hope the MPL is composed of 50 women if that makes you happy and the world a better place, but I'm out. What a dweeb. <laughs> it blows my mind that still in current year we have to explain to people <laughs> that when a marginalised group tells you their experiences you should believe those experiences no no I shouldn't but, because I haven't seen them personally happen therefore they don't exist this, 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 this in itself is not a fault of the magic community but instead a fault of society as a whole why are women being raised to fear men when equality is, <laughs> when equality is what we are striving for when instead they could be being taught that people can be rotten regardless of their gender or sexual orientation, and it's a case of singling out those individuals as opposed to demonising an entire group. As as we mentioned when we were talking about a gay female Nazi earlier, um, <laughs> I'm just Wait, gonna that... call her a Nazi now. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, is that now is that now technically libel? She's been very careful before. She's not going like, to listen to this. Yeah, she's not listening to this podcast. Let's face it. <laughs> and honestly, if that's my claim to fame that Therese Nielsen suits me for libel because I called her a gay female Nazi Mormon, then so be it. Um, yeah, just like we're we're not saying that individual people can't be rubbish. What we are saying is that cishet white dudes, loads of you are rubbish. Loads and <laughs> loads of you. Uh, and it's much easier to call you out as a group than it is to point out each individual rubbish person because we'd be here forever. <laughs> if your LGS is a shitty environment, support a different one. Or if there isn't one, or if there isn't another one, or a decent one near you, help to get one started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really just. Open if your, your LGS, store. if your LGS is a really crappy, in fact, sorry, I just realised I swore when I was reading that out. If your LGS sucks, why not just open a new one? Jeez, that's <laughs> definitely the solution to that problem. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's like the um the Ben Shapiro thing, right? Where he's like talking with it. It's a it's a talk about global warming. 
It's like, oh, why don't all these people, if their houses are going to flood from rising sea levels due to global warming, why don't they just sell their houses and move? (laughs) That's not a possibility. It's like, just... Oh, the... That's definitely the solution to that problem. It's <laughs> yeah. all right. I, 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 this, this gentleman has fixed it. I can think of a hundred ways to overcome this problem in quotes too. How about ask a friend to accompany you to your LGS? Go on a local group website and make a page for women. First of all, a local group website. That's a really weird way to say Facebook. Is it like the BBC? Does he feel the need to say other local group websites are available? Go on a local group website and make a page for women that are also afraid to go to FNM. But no, there were no positive actions made. Just her, Well, first of all, that's not true because I did specifically say here's how you can help. So yep. thanks for that, Michael. Uh, <laughs> there are no positive actions made. Just her claiming she feels uncomfortable. To me, that isn't a problem, nor should anyone else consider it. So it's got all figured out. That's it. It's fixed. Why, why do they all type and write and apparently speak like 18th century weirdos? Like, why is that their thing? <laughs> Furthermore, <laughs> it's like I didn't. I didn't write like that in my dissertation. Why are you writing like that in, like on Facebook to prove yourself smarter than someone else? It's absurd. I'm aware that every word salading is... makes people feel important. <laughs> so. Every woman in the community is aware that not all men are like this, which is true. To be fair, we know that. But by stating that a room full of men playing a card game is causing women, written as if this applies to all women, to be uncomfortable is part of the problem in itself. So I'm sorry, everybody. I am the problem. I'm sorry. Well, we did find the patriarchies. Oh yeah, somebody did say to me once, "People like you are the reason the patriarchy exists." <laughs> Which was wild. That's horrendous. It was just wild. I was like, you're, sorry, sorry, everyone. You're the reason for centuries of systematic oppression. Yes. So, oh, this one's getting a bit too mouthy. We better <laughs> in, invent an entire hierarchy based on gender. Like, Jesus. Someone, so- someone heard about uh, Kirsty, so invented time travel and went <laughs> back thousands of years so that they could, they, they could systematically oppress women for for like the history of mankind just so that when we got to the year 2019 uh Kirsty would feel oppressed you, you've got to admire the commitment right yeah <laughs> That's real commitment to being a misogynist bastard. Um, that, that was where, that, those were some of my favorite comments. <laughs> those are excellent. Well, that's the thing. It's just it, it's just a combination of people being inherently ignorant and intentionally missing the point, um, and just thinking that, oh, well, if I don't use a slur towards them, then I'm not a bad person. Like that seems to be their definition of any kind of bigotry. It's like, well, I'm not a racist because I don't say the bad words. Yeah. And that's that's not quite how it's it like, works. Of course, I want to fix these problems too, but can we just do it really quietly and somewhere else? Also, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like you could do it. Somewhere, you could just scroll past. If these kind of things offend your delicate constitution, maybe you should just scroll past them and not leave a stupid asinine comment. Basically, I was reading this whole thread when it started, and I was like, "Thanks for proving my point, dude." <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. <laughs> Thanks. That's all it was. I mean, I, 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 I tried to help the situation, but definitely didn't. When I saw that Sam had started commenting, I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not my best work, I, I will admit. I was, I was at work at the time, like, walking, delivering post while on my phone. So the first thing I commented was just telling someone to go F themselves. And I, I have not started strong. Like, <laughs> it's not... Not a good move, but I really wish that. Um, were you in the, the commenting 
on the post that I did about the altars when somebody somebody said, oh, what was it? They they said, um, come on, it's 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 just a breast. We don't get upset because Galta, Frank, my hunger's topless. I I believe that conversation um, was had in depth last time you were on this podcast. Yes. Where for two hours after we'd finished recording, we started laughing about dino tits. I believe is where, <laughs> is where that specific stem from. I didn't take any opportunity to bring that comment up because it, it was, might be my favourite thing that's ever happened. Yeah, because we 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 um we recorded that episode and it was you know very for a very good um, and interesting discussion. And then afterwards, just like look at this idiot who's commented about Colter's breasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it was particularly excellent. Oh. Just. <clears throat> I can't imagine. I can't imagine the level of self-belief that you must have to have to sit down, think that, then type it, unironically, then press enter, and yeah, then go. My... Case closed. <clears throat> that's my that's... argument. At least when I, I say something delete stupid. It. Yeah. <laughs> when I say something stupid on Facebook, it's just baseless. Like just throwing shade at people, just being yeah. like, "Oh, you're an idiot. You're a dickhead." But at least I don't formulate some kind of weird uh, dinosaur breast-based point. I went back and looked it up uh, like not that long ago because I needed a laugh for some reason. And in the same paragraph, the guy says, "Oh, we don't. You know, we're we're supposed to be creating, you know, society where women we don't kick off when, uh, you know, women start breastfeeding in Starbucks or whatever." (laughs) To then go from that to (laughs) nobody gets upset because Galta's not wearing a shirt. (laughs) <laughs> I, I it's a real, I really a real yeah i mean it's like that's that's a line of thinking yeah um oh people are annoyed about this this um woman being topless therefore it would be exactly the same if people were annoyed about this cartoon dinosaur <laughs> so having its nipples out like that's like also it's like saying a dinosaurs don't like... even have nipples exactly <laughs> <laughs> It's like saying, well, Clifford the Big Red Dog's not wearing trousers anyway the cartoon season. <laughs> Why are you upset? Winnie the Pooh, Donald Duck, all of them are not wearing trousers. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's clearly a systemic problem. Um, God, it's, it's Why, does Winnie the Pooh? Why does Winnie the Pooh even bother wearing a shirt? Um, nipples. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> So but not... who has body issues, don't shame him for it. <laughs> it's like, do people know that you could just you can just not draw nipples? You don't have to put a shirt on. Surely it must be more effort to draw clothing. He's a bear. I think it's. <laughs> I think I think the point of Winnie Winnie the Pooh is like to make him identifiable with his red T-shirt as opposed to just like generic yellow bear. That's. I, I mean, that's fair because he doesn't have a shirt in in the original, you know, books and original art. I can't believe it on this podcast when they're dissecting why Winnie the Pooh dresses the way he does. Well, I think the the, the point is we've 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 had these conversations about bigotry and, and how awful it is, and also how laughable most of the responses are. Um, and if people aren't on board at this point, screw it. We're just going to talk about Winnie the Pooh and his nipples. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just think it's pretty wild that in in 2019, people still still have these opinions, these these hot takes. I guess all these other people are also hot takes, Sally's. Yeah. Sort of to, to take them down a peg. You're gonna have to fight for your title, Sam. <laughs> but the thing is, I'm always right, and these people are always wrong. So yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, it's unfortunate that these keep these things keep having to be talked about and explained, and it's it's why we get just irate and why people like me just 
immediately tell people to go f themselves because it's conversation we've had a hundred thousand times before and we'll have another hundred times a hundred hundred thousand times after this because people seem to just be willfully ignoring the problem yeah um, it's tiring it's really it, really tiring yeah magic players will continue to be tiresome um this this is i don't know it's like people having a problem with making magic political or like injecting politics and in, into magic when it should just be a children's card game be left alone it's like and, and i often hear people like oh well magic's my escape from all of these things from all of these serious things it was like it's well it's our escape as well like it's what we do to get away from like being treated like crap constantly in the in the regular world yeah. and then we, then, we then have to go into this world where we're all trying to have a nice time and just be like you know just play a game and we're still treated poorly and have to deal with these these awful things um and it's the, the like we're not trying to make it political it's just that society has made marginalized groups political and their lives political and therefore their existence is political in that in, in that respect and therefore if we exist in spaces like magic the gathering unfortunately those conversations have to be had there as well mm-hmm. but i'm ruining someone's day by talking about politics <laughs> yeah it's 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 yeah, it's it's tiring to have to continue to to discuss and and have these things, which is why I get to a point where I just shout at people because I'm I'm sick of having these conversations because they're they're being willfully ignorant. But then they tell me that I'm not willing to have an open discourse and conversation and argument about this conversation, and we can't. Nah, nah, yeah, I, I, I think that's just the problem, really. Like, yeah. I don't know. I I, 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 feel, I feel like like with, I don't want to have an open discourse and like a constructive argument with someone that whose argument is I shouldn't exist. Yeah. Yep. Like. I'm not going to have a constructive discussion with that person in any way, shape, or form. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell them to f off. Yeah, and I don't really want to try and have a constructive discussion with someone who doesn't read an article that I'm trying to have a discussion about because it's like, what's the point? Yeah, exactly, and that's that's the that's the that that becomes their their ammunition, right? It's like, well, that person's not going to have a discussion with me, therefore I'm right and you're wrong. It's like, yeah, just goes in this horrible horrible circle, um, but. Like I, we just, I guess, have to keep having these conversations and have to keep put out, keep putting out these uh, excellent and nuanced and intelligent podcasts yeah. to <laughs> to convince people. Precisely. Um, but, yeah. That's I a find, big bitch. Yeah. I mean, I once again ended the podcast on a negative note. Who'd have thought? <laughs> awesome. So I guess that's pretty much all we we have time for this week. Uh, Scourge Divas, massive thank you for coming on and giving us all of your awesome takes. Uh, do you want to tell the listeners where they can find you on the internet? Uh, yeah, you can find us on Twitter at uh, Scourge Divas. Um, we're on SoundCloud, Spotify. Hopefully we're going to be on Stitcher and iTunes. I so- can confirm that we are on Stitcher. Okay, we nice. on Stitcher officially. I, nice. I literally just got an email from them 15 minutes ago saying oh, we nice. approved. So we're on Stitcher sure. now. We've also decided to submit uh, to iTunes the week of the big Apple conference. I've forgotten the name of, which is maybe not the <laughs> maybe not the best business decision we've ever made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think our, our username is just Scourge Divas and all of them. So you can you can pick your platform of choice and follow us there for more nonsense like this. We're not on Google Podcasts because Google Podcasts only let you upload podcasts if you're in America. So why? Why, Google? Why? <laughs> why don't you want my content? It's further oppression of the Scottish. It is. <laughs> um, I mean, you run a lot more a lot more places than we are. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
We are on iTunes, though. We are on iTunes. That's yeah. the best one. To be. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the best one. Allegedly. <laughs> awesome. So if anybody wants to get in touch with your your takeaways from this episode, like what do you think of politics and magic? Are you sick of it too? You know, come at us. <laughs> when did the Pooh's fashion choices? Yeah. <laughs> if you have any questions for us about Shahrazad, we are recording another um, wine drunk single card questions episode soon so uh yeah that's gonna be a thing yeah i personally have so many questions about shaharazad oh i know i can't wait <laughs> i know you do i think that episode that shaharazad shaharazad jesus christ shaharazad <laughs> episode of scotus davis is gonna be more divisive than this episode of Harvard devastation honestly <laughs> agreed awesome right. <laughs> awesome so once again we are approaching the second hour if you want to get in touch with us give us some feedback Tell me, let us know how you felt about this episode. Uh, if you want to see more guests in the future, that would be cool. Let us know who you want on the podcast. You can get us on social media. We are at HFDcast on Twitter or Facebook.com slash HFDcast. Or you can get us to add us on Patreon. We are Patreon.com slash Arrow Devastation. If you get anything at all from these, this podcast that we do, uh, be that entertainment or education, uh, you can give from as little as $1 a month, which is roughly 20 to $0.25 cents per episode. Uh, we've got a few different tiers that reward you for sort of different levels. Um, we've got some cool stuff coming there. I think Patreon is definitely something that I, I have a plan for. I'm going to be posting some really cool things there, so go check that out. Uh, we don't really do this podcast for anything back, but anything we do get back we, is massively appreciated and goes goes straight back into the podcast. If you want to get me on my own personal social media, I am at Peach Garden Oaf on Twitter or Facebook. I'm Joe Loudon. You can find me in pretty much any of the magic groups. I'll be talking about something. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at snail69. Nice. Thank you. Um, or you probably won't find me on Facebook because I've been muted from all of the magic groups. <laughs> awesome. So once again, we are approaching the second hour. The God Pharaoh has returned. So we'll see you again next week on Arrow Devastation. Devastation.